Hello, hello, hello. How we doing? Long time no speak or listen or recording for myself. Wow, it has been all go as it normally is with myself. Uh, currently at the moment, it's Friday night, ready to, to get, you know, go home and have a, an earliest night. And then I get a, a, a lovely phone call, uh, a message off, off a, a friend of mine from down south, uh, Gemma, uh, for Talent Talks, who, when I first started acting and, and modelling, uh, she was one of the first people I worked with in London, uh, and she gave me she gave me uh, lots of opportunities. I remember doing music videos for like, well, like the Rizzle Kicks, since she stride her pixie lot, Professor Green. I remember doing an amazing night shoot in a, with Oli Mers, which was amazing. Ended up in a, me and him doing kick ups in the morning. I'd love to find that fo that footage one day. Me and him just playing kick ups. It was. Yeah, but like I say, it's a bit surreal sometimes when I think about some of the stuff I've done. And uh, yeah, so I'd say a big shout out to Gemma because she, she, you know, she got she got in touch this evening to shoot tomorrow morning first thing uh, down in Black Island Studios, and she put me forward and I got the part. And and I think I think one of the big reasons um, why I'm feeling. Um, healthy, happy and confident at the moment is because I know I've put in the, the work, if that makes sense. It doesn't mean I'm done, far from it, I'm only just getting started. But I know early doors, I put in the work. Do you know what I mean? I, I made the effort to go down to London. I made, the, I made the effort to make these contacts and missed out on plenty of, you know, you know, nights in, nights out, you know, God, weddings, all sorts of stuff. And don't get it twisted, I have, I've got a very, very good life and I'm very grateful for it. But I sacrifice. And it's times like this when I know that's why I'm going to go to where I'm going to get to. And I'm confident enough to say this now. Whereas, if, you know, for a few years ago, I wouldn't have been, I would have thought, God, everyone would think I'm, you know, bloody a big head or a show off or... And to be perfectly honest, ever since I did the first podcast and all the responses since, it's been a true, like genuinely guys like and girls like, it, I cannot tell you the, the confidence it gave me and the, the amount of views and like I say, messages and, and like I had someone saying, oh, when are you putting the third one out? Because I've not put it out yet. It'll probably be out by the time you hear this. But like for that, for someone like, Make it like, mate, put the third one out, I want to listen to it. Do you know, like that, I cannot tell you. When you've created something yourself, like you, when you create anything, I think very few artists, so, you know, and we're all artists at the end of the day, not just, you know, people who act and, and you know, paint and, you know, design things. Like, we're, we're all artists in our own unique way. And that's what I've learned, and I've been comfortable and confident now to call myself an artist, whereas, I wouldn't have done a few years ago. And like I say, it's just through, through growing and evolving and, 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 and putting in the, the, the hours and the work and, the, and going, wow. Blow my neck. So a gentleman's just thrown up next to me. All right, mate. Okay. All right. 
check sure he's all right, you know what I mean? It's still early doors, you're throwing up early doors. You might just be doing a tactical. See, that's perfect. This is why this, this, this works, because, like I say, I don't edit this. I hope to God you pick that. Well, I hope you don't, because it it's an horrible sound, someone throwing up, but it, that's reality. Do you know what I mean? That's just a perfect example of that. So, so sorry, it took me off, took me off topic that, but segue into a new topic. So, yeah, no, I remember now. So, like I say, it's putting in the hours and putting in the work. And I remember a, a year or two ago, I had a, I was going through, you know, a really tough time. I just want to share a shout out to my boy as well, Sean Ward, um, very good friend of mine, a fellow actor. And, He's given me a hell of a lot of confidence over the years and support, and he's come out recently and you know, you know, openly talked about his his mental health and that. And this is what this is is you know doing this podcast is to talk about my thoughts and feelings. And I just want to say a big shout out to my brother because it, it's brave, man. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone thinks you know because he's famous, Sean, and you know, fame's one of those things like it. But it's do you know what I mean? It's a it's a tough. It, it's an amazing job what we do, you don't get it twisted, but there's also a lot of pressure and a lot of no's and that's constantly happens to me. And I think that's why I've, you know, why I'm doing all right at the moment and I'm gonna continue to do all right is because I've just got that attitude in me. If someone says no to me, I'm like, okay, you will say yes at some point. And that's not by force or by int intimidating people because that's not how to go about it. I think for me, it's about and I'll constantly say this on this podcast and I will do, it's about evolving and about understanding if you don't, if you didn't get to, you know, where you want to get to, it's it's not going to happen overnight. Some, to some people it does. Some people, it literally, you can be right place, right time. Like an example of that was me with the city thing. That was right place, right time. And it's snowballed to where I am today. But at the same time, it takes years, it takes hours, man. Do you know what I mean? And you've got to just, patience is so key, I cannot tell you. And like I was thinking about it the other day, like, you've almost got to have that bit of, and I think we've got it up north, you definitely have it, and your man, you definitely have it, you've got to have that little bit of, you know, about you and a little bit of, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, just grit and determination. And I've got, like I say, I've got that in abundance, and that's not me going, oh, check me out. It's just, I've, I've been through a bit of shit, do you know what I mean? And it's, and I've and I've come through that, come out the end of it, other end of it, and I'm, I'm here. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm shining and smiling still. Do you know what I mean? And you know, that's what you've got to do. You've got to take negatives and turn them into positives. And it's so bloody true. I cannot tell you. You just got to have that that underlying belief in yourself and what you, you know. If you believe in something, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it. That you that you you know or you shouldn't do that or didn't work for me or listen to them because at the end of the day that's them do you know what I mean it's all well listening to other people's advice and like I say I could say I'm contradicting myself here because I'm giving advice and but like I say it's because it's from experience and this is my experience so if someone can take something from it fantastic and that's what I'm hoping to do with this it's about sharing to help people and I think that's something that we should all try and encourage this generation the next generation to do because We've been fortunate, like very, very fortunate, to to see these massive changes that have happened in society. And now with the fact of social media and and you know the ability to to record these podcasts, like say if you're listening to this, we're so lucky. Do you know how much we can do? 
So I'm just going to up the stairs at Piccadilly now. So excuse me if it's a little bit loud and a little bit, but that's like I say, that's reality, man. That's how we roll, Manchester. We're about it. So yeah, so I'm on the train now, heading down to Black Island Studios. And funny enough, the last time I was there was with when Gemma got me a job, and like I say, I wasn't doing too well. I was, you know, I just had an operation on my ear. So I'd, you know, I had a bit of a, a bit of a break, you know, break up. And like that, you know, that knocked me for six, to be perfectly honest, like it. And the operation, and then I moved out. So literally all the, the three most stressful things that you can do, I pretty much did it all in a month. And at the end of the year, which is in December, which is the most stressful time of the year as well. So, you know, I didn't really, you know, it wasn't ideal to say the least. But like I always say, and I've always been brought off, there's always someone worse off, and that's so bloody true, I can't tell you that. So you've got to make sure that you, you put stuff into perspective. But I was at one point, I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself. And I don't know when we do that, but like I say, I was a bit, uh, a bit knackered and a bit fed up, and I just wanted to, to get it sorted. So I remember Gemma Messi, like, rang me, and um, she was like, oh, I've got a got this this uh, big job uh, for you to do and uh, sorry I'm trying to buddy multitask here this just proves that men can and cannot <laughs> no we can't I'm trying to get my ticket and all sorts so, yeah so Gemma rang me up and she basically went um, I've got this I've got this uh, got this big job um, and I want you to do it. And I was just like, yeah, I just said yeah straight away. Cause I've not spoke to Gemma for ages and, and she's one of those people where, you know, if she's ringing you for a job, it's a big job. And it's, it's something that she's gonna, do you know what I mean? It's, it's worth doing, put it that way. And, and again, it's just through putting in the, the graft all those years ago and going down to London when, when they were first starting out and I was first starting out. And then lo and behold, it was for, um, it was body doubling for David Beckham and it was one of those things where I didn't react because I don't react when I hear stuff like that because you just can't, you've just got to be like, play it cool. But obviously inside I'm going absolutely nuts. So I said, yes, I know, worries, Gemma, I'll do that for you, not a problem. And I remember she, she was just straight away, she was like, Jack, that is why I want you to do it because you like that, you, 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 you just, you're professional and that's what I want. And I was like, Gemma, sorry, I did a very bad impression on Gemma, she doesn't sound like that at all. She's a lovely Essex lady. Um, <laughs> But I am multitasking, so bear with me. Um, yeah, so I, so like I said, I was uh, I was all go. Do you know what I mean? I was all bloody go, and like so, I went down to London, and not like I say, I wasn't really, wasn't really uh, feeling hundred percent. I looked terrible as well. Look, I looked absolutely horrendous at the time. I lost a shed load of weight, which I don't can't really lose that much weight, me, because I'm a bit of a skinny mini. Um, and yeah, it was like I say, it was one of those things where it was kind of fight or flight type of thing. It was, you know, it gave me a lot of confidence going down and doing the job and obviously meeting someone like David and, you know, working with him and being introduced to him and working on a professional level. And don't it's just I've got an, like I say, some great stories and, and he's a gentleman, he really is. He's an absolute gent. And, uh, yeah, I just want to thank Gemma for that job, and, and lo and behold, I've got a, another job with her, with her now, and that's why it's so exciting because 
at the end of the day, it's that thing where you, you know, like I say, you reap the rewards because you put in the hard graft. But one of the very, one of the really fond memories I have from that shoot is I met a, a lovely photographer called Jackie, who will be on the podcast at some point, and she's an, like, she's an amazing photographer. Uh, she still works with David a lot for House 99, and that's who it was for, his first collection. And yeah, it was just that, it, again, it was one of those things where you, you realise and it goes full circle type of thing and I'm going down now to go do this job and like I say, I'm so much more healthier and happier and in a good place, like physically and mentally. And it just shows, you know, you, you, you know you're, not, it's not, you're not always going to be at your best, you're not always going to be, you know, ready and raring. All you can do is try and be as prepared as possible. And, uh, and once you, you know, and put, and, and put yourself in the base, best frame or best opportunities possible, really. That's the best way I can describe it. And that's what, that's what I did. And it was from taking all, all that, all the, the disappointments over the years, all the, like here's one I still remember when I didn't get on Manchester Eagles, when I was a year younger than everyone else. And I was the smallest kid on the pitch, me and Andrew Lunt. Shout out to Andy. And I was devastated about that. But that's like that, that that's the stuff that I still remember. Like I thought I was a failure when I was a kid because I'm and like they, like little chips on my shoulder like that. I remember stuff like that when I was told no, I wasn't good enough. And that's what motivates me and fuels me to to keep improving, to, to never be never to be content with your content, but never be content with with, my, with myself and think I've, I've made it or I've smashed it or whatever, because I don't think I'll ever be like that. And I think that's the best advice I can give to someone is, is just keep, just keep, keep on keeping on, man. Do you know what I mean? Just keep working hard, just keep drafting, like, and try not to put too much pressure on you for yourself. One of my very good friends, John, John Furlong, we talked about, he's a fellow actor as well. He always says that to me. And he, he, he messaged me the other night, because we've not spoke to each other for ages. And, he said it and it was just, it was, it was perfect and it reminded me again like, and he always says it to me and I always appreciate it because he's so right, because not just he's older than me, he's been in the game longer than me, but he's, he's been a massive like, massive part of me, you know, development and as a, as a, as a friend, as a, as a, like I say, a fellow actor and as a, he's my brother at the end of the day, do you know what I mean? I look at him like that, so. You know, when I've not been in touch with him or, you know, had the greatest kind of discussion, you know what I mean? Or not, you know, it's what happens, unfortunately. We're all living our lives and doing bits. It's like tonight, I was supposed to have a chilled night tonight with one of my friends and I just had to cancel because I've like, got a, you know, got a, got a call. And, and shout out to my boy Tom, do you know what I mean? He's been amazing over the past couple of weeks. He's really helped me and I'd say we, we have all together with Ollie and Si and, and he's, it's so nice being created together, not just with my best mates, but you know, he's, he's been a massive help for me recently and I can't, you know, I can't thank you enough, brother. And um, like I say, he was just, his, his reaction was perfect. He was just like, go on lad, smash it. He was like, go and do, smash that job. And then I've got a, an audition as well, which I can't tell too much about. So I say a big shout out to my agent guy, WGM Talent, who's another gentleman, like I say, I've mentioned him before and I'll, he will be on the podcast at some point. But like I say, we're all busy bees working and grafting. So, and yeah, just like I said, I just want to say a big shout out to Tom because he's, he, you know, he gave me so much confidence. And like I say, I feel, you know, confident in myself and my abilities now because, you know, 
I'm, you know, I'm 29 now. I've, I've been in the game long enough. I know what I want. I know where I want to get to, and I know how to do it. And that's me now for the next five, ten years. All the, you know, the past, you know, I've realised all the past jobs and stuff like that. I walk away because that's that's well annoying. So it must be well annoying for you as well. So. Richard, cheers, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, let's get on the train. I have got a seat somewhere, but I don't know if it's just park up somewhere. So, right, I'm going to bust. Right, I'm going to end it here because I'm on the. Welcome on board, Virgin Train. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah. I'll reconvene and another time. Hope you have a lovely time, whatever you're doing. Stoke on Trent, Milton Keynes Central. Watford Junction. Hello, hello, hello. How are we doing? I know it's been a while and I apologise. I've not uh, put one up sooner. Um, but I've been a busy bee. I've been a really busy bee. And this like I say this is like my passion project so you know I kind of do this when I've got a minute to breathe which is a rarity and the reason why I'm doing it now is because I've got a, I'm basically I've, I've been down in London uh, working and auditioning and I'm, I'm just waiting for my train back up north but like most people if you book your trains you get off peak and you've got to wait till seven o'clock to get the first train which for me, it was a bit gutting because I'd finished my audition at three. So I got it to, got, you know, did all like. By the way, I'm absolutely nailing the trains on the underground now. I'm an absolute pro. I'm like a buddy. I'm like a local Londoner now, I'm telling you. I like me back of my hand, the, the, the tube. But that took years. I mean, when I first come down, I was absolute buddy useless, man. I just got on the northern line because I'm northern. And luckily, that was where most places I had to go to were. But, you know, like I say, it's. Uh, it's a, it's a different world and if you've never experienced it it's trust me it's, it's a bit daunting at first and even now sometimes but like I say after a fair few years of coming down and speaking to locals and obviously family and have, like I say experience and it's like anything experience is key and you can't buy experience sadly so all you youngins out there hopefully you're listening to this and like you say listen to what I'm saying it's you know it's it's not, like I say, I'm not trying to show off, I'm not doing it to, to brag or anything like that. This is just what's happened to me and what I've, you know, what I'm learning and trying to, I'm just trying to pass it on because I've, I've been fortunate. Like I've had so many people like pass stuff on to me over the years and um, yeah, it's just, like I say, I feel like it's my duty to because I, I absolutely love what I do and like this and having a chance to come down to London, which I've, I've, I've had loads of opportunities over the years some of them were, you know, little jobs, some of them have been big jobs. But I remember when I first started coming down to London, it was, uh, I was working with a company called Talent Talks and they're a great, you know, if you're just starting out, they're, they're, or established, you get in touch with them because they're, they're amazing. Um, Shall I say big shout out to Gemma, like she rang me late, you know, pretty late Friday night, I was knackered. I'd, I'd just started my new ambassador role at Kind. Um, been doing plenty of other stuff as well and I was already going to come down to London anyway for a, a big audition which my agent um, Guy 
sorted out from WGM and check those out as well guys if you're looking for a representation of it to be honest with guys you've have to have a bit of experience and be on spotlight and stuff so that's why I recommend Talent Talks if you haven't got that go with them because they you know they've got some great jobs in Manchester and in London and um, yeah basically why I say this is is when I first started coming to London and, and working with Gemma and Talent Talks and Steve and and uh, yeah I just basically used to do it and come down and do these jobs and stay with friends and family like I do now that's not changed even though you know eight years nine years down the line and don't get me wrong I'm very fortunate for that and I realize how lucky I am not everyone has that luxury and and I, I like I say I do, do not take it for granted in the slightest um, but the actual coming down and putting in the effort and, and going is like that's on me and I'm proud of myself for that and like I say Friday was one of those moments again where it's, it's a test that's the way I look at it it's a test and that was I was shattered all, all I wanted to do was on Friday night was go in and go to bed and I'm not like as, as we all know on this podcast I'm not a good sleeper so for me to feel and think like that was a big you know you can tell how much I, how knackered I was but then Gemma rang me with the opportunity and I took it, grabbed it with both hands, got on the train at nine o'clock at Piccadilly, got down to, to London at about one, two o'clock in the morning, got to, got to, my cousin, to my cousin Andrew's around two, stayed up for a little bit and had a brew just to catch up and, and then obviously I was like, look, I've got to go to bed, I'm up at six for, got to be on set for, for eight. And it was, you know, it was south, so I had to go to Black Island Studios, big up everyone there as well. I love filming there. The food is always absolutely bunting. And yeah, if you ever get a chance to work there or just go there, there's loads of cool production and stuff happening there. So yeah, so big up there, big up everyone at Black Island Studios. Um, and yeah, and I just took the opportunity and I'm so glad I did because I'm just like I say waiting for my train now and I just and it's a perfect opportunity to capture this moment because you know I'm pretty tired, I'm knackered, it's got I've got another long journey now, the work doesn't stop but I've got a real smile on my face and fulfilled. it be it would be probably a good word to describe what I feel at the moment, fulfilled. Because it's like anything when you actually put the work in and it, 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 that feeling is truly amazing and it only comes from hard work. And I've noticed it over the years, I get it when, say like I've had a good session at like Champs Camp, I can't wait to go over there, hopefully next week, because I've not been for weeks and I can feel my body like, mate, you need to go there and just have an absolute, you know, beasting basically and see the boys and have a catch up and like I say, shock my, shock my body basically, put myself in an uncomfortable scenario that then eventually you become fulfilled and feel better. And that's, that's what I'm trying to say, they're the only, they're the only times you really learn. If you just stay in your comfort zone and don't, you know, just coast through life, that's cool, man. That's up to you. That's entirely up to, to you. But if you want to become, you know, a creative, an actor, a model, a dancer, whatever, you know, you're going to have to get used to being uncomfortable and struggling and being told no 99% of the time. Now, this audition, I can't really say much about it because um, I've signed an NDA. And that's part of my job as well. This is why sometimes it's very difficult when people ask what I'm doing and I can't talk about it. And that's just life. It's just what happens, unfortunately. It's, it's, and, but it's cool at the same time. It's pretty cool. Like with this, I've got a, you know, 
there's a little there's a scene in Entourage, and I'll always kind of quote Entourage because it's it, it is a very good snapshot of what the industry's like. Not all the time, but in certain bits, it's, it nails it. And there's one episode where basically uh, Ari, the agent, has a has a script for him that Shyamalan, and it has his name on it, and he basically switches cars. I won't ruin it, but basically, what they do now is they put your name on the script and they, they blast it all over the slip, basically. So basically, if it ever comes out, they know who's, who's released it, basically. Now, it's happened every now and then, but to get a script like that through, it, it, for me, it was a big, it, was, it put a smile on my face, put it that way, because okay. it made me think, I'm getting there, I'm on the right path, I'm doing it, and, you know, I, I really enjoyed my audition today. Normally, I absolutely, I'm not the, I like test auditions at the end of the day. You can prepare as much as you want and learn your lines or learn the, you know, the curriculum or the syllabus or whatever you want to call it. And then you get to tests and you freeze. And that's what I used to be like. I used to be terrible in exams. I was absolutely awful. Give me a practical and a presentation any day of the week. As you can probably say, I can chat for England and we've got a little bit of the gist of the gab. And I used to love that, but that was how I expressed myself. That's how I was, what I was comfortable and good at. You know, didn't have to challenge myself really. Whereas this is what I've learnt with acting. And I'll never forget when learning my first script with Wynn and, and especially when Wynn and Rob gave me, you know, gave me the part of the lead with Nick for um, It's a Wonderful Life. And I'll never forget that because I remember it was a hundred page script and I was in 98 pages, or my character George was in 98 pages of him. And I was just like, what? Like, I'm not, not, not in a scene. Like, this is, how am I gonna learn this? And I just, and I went into that, that fear mode again of like, exam. And then she was like, don't worry. Every rehearsal, we're just gonna go through it all. And then we're gonna have separate rehearsals. And then you and Nick can just go off and I'll, and I'll make some time for you, which was amazing. Sometimes she used to get us out of college. Um, sorry, Mr. De Paolo, we used to miss your media lessons, but uh, but that was what it is. It, it was that's how it was, and, and she made sure that we were comfortable and ready. And, and by the end of it, that's why I will always now with scripts. I'm always a bit. I, don't get me wrong, I still struggle at times, like we all do. But I'm a lot. I, that, I just think back to that moment because I'm like, buddy, if I can learn a hundred-page script, I can learn a scene or two scenes. Yeah, it takes a little bit longer with me because, like I say, I do struggle, and it's great to hear other actors who struggle as well and share their experiences and, and different techniques. Now, I, the technique that helps me, and this can be for acting, this can be for anything, is I, I record myself doing it and I listen back to myself, and then sometimes I record the other part so then I can do the scene, and it helps. It really, that's just a top tip for you. It might work for you, it might not, but that's how I, that's my process basically. And um, I find it really helps. And I did that today and I went in and did my take. And the, uh, big shout out to Steve, he loved the absolute fantastic audition with him. And he was great because he had a bit of personality and that's a bit of character. He was a good actor himself to be perfectly honest. He shocked me a little bit at first because sometimes you just get someone reading it and they've, they've read it 101 times. So there's just not, there's, you're not getting anything, which, at the end of the day, it's my, I'm the one who's auditioning, so at the end of the day, it's jump to help, you know, at the end of the day, it's on me to, but I can't tell you how 
how, how good of a feeling that is when you actually, you know, you feel like you're actually doing a scene with someone, you're actually acting. And he, we did the first take, w went well. I was quite aggressive in it, uh, to be perfectly honest. Um, but that's that's how I, I read the, the read the script and how I took it. And that's something over the years which I've, you know, try not overthink it, do your do your version of it, and then go out the door. Now, fortunately with this one because it's it's quite it's potentially a quite a big job. You get to do a second take, which is always nice. He gave me a bit of direction, which I took. Um, something that I've always been told I'm not quite good at taking direction. And it's only because I listen. At the end of the day, when someone's giving you advice, listen to them. Do you know what I mean? They're not doing it for, for shits and gigs. You know what I mean? They're not doing it for their own benefit. They're doing it for you. And that's what I felt today. I felt like he, he wanted me to do well. He wanted me to... And, and, he, and, and I think, like I said, he was... I'm pretty good at reading people and he was like, mate, I really like that, that was a good version. Like, he said, but I'm just going to give you little notes on that, that, that. And just do it a little bit softer and we did it a little bit softer. And it was great because then I get to show a little bit of range and it shows that I'm not just a one-trick pony type of thing. Did the second take, went really well. Had a quick chat afterwards and then on your way, you're in and out within five, ten minutes. But it was so nice because I got to... I felt, you know, I, I walked out happy. Like you say, you're never going to do the perfect say It just doesn't exist. Um, but I was, you know, I was happy and I walked out and had a smile on my face. So if I get it, if I don't, I've, I've, I've learned a lot from, from my time with that audition. And also just that had a, an amazing, you know, four or five days doing a, doing a shoot on Saturday, working with all the, with all the cast and crew there. Um, made some amazing links and hopefully I'm going to get a couple of people on that, on that set on the podcast at some point and then um, hopefully do a couple of you know shoots of them as well which is and that's what this is what it's about like this is what I'm saying like you've got to you've got to put yourself out there and everyone in that room on Saturday and everyone today to be fair does that on a, on a regular basis and that's why we're on the right path it's why we're becoming successful it's why I can see my and feel myself growing and you know, as a person, um, as a man, I'm, I'm a hell of a lot healthier, happier, and confident now. And that's because I've, I know I've put the work in. And don't get me wrong, I'm not done. I'm nowhere near done. I've got, you know, I've got goals, I've got aims, I've got ambitions, I've got things I want to tick off. I've got things I want to, you know, I want to do. And the discipline and mindset I've got now is. I feel, mate, I feel supercharged, mate. I feel like no one can stop me. And not in an arrogant way. I just feel like I've, I've beat the person who's been stopping me. And that's myself because of self-doubt of, you know, maybe not putting the work in, maybe doing other things that I shouldn't have been doing. Um, just wasting time. At the end of the day, we get one shot of this life and we, you know, time is, is precious, man. You can have all the money in the world. You can have, you can have everything. But I guarantee if you spoke to all those rich people, they'd ask for the time back. You know what I mean? So, again, it's not about money. It's not about fame. I, genuinely, that's not what I do this for. I do it because I absolutely love the craft. And every time I'm on set, I learn something. I always make sure I am, you know, quoting the rock here. And it's true, man. I try and make sure I'm the hardest worker in the room. And that's why I aspire to be. And I met some people on Saturday who, fair play, they bloody pushed me for my, they pushed me for the for the for the for the gold medal. And you know, I might at least I, I definitely got in the top three. I put it that way. I definitely got in the podium. 
But that's what, that's, instead of being one of those people who's like, you know what I mean, bun them all like, oh, they're, you know, whatever, you know, slagging them off. I just, it powers me up, man. It gives me, it gives me more confidence and more drive to be like, wow, I want to take a little bit from them. And same, I know they've said it to me, like a couple of people like, wow, like, obviously hearing what I'd done on the Friday night, because they were all, they're all local. Do you know what I mean? All that cast and crew, they knew about that. They, they found out the exact same time as I did. And they were like, oh, it was last minute, wasn't it? And I was like, yeah, but I was in Manchester. And they were like, "Ras, like, yo, you're sick, you. And that's what I want people to think. And I know some people do think like that about me. Because they know I, I work, man. I, I work and I have done and I always will do. And I'm, I've, you know, don't get me wrong, I've been very fortunate. And so I've got a lo loving family and friends who are super supportive, man. And give me, you know, I can't tell you the, those, you know, those texts and those, those messages I get off them when I, you know, when I am on my own and learning lines or when I'm on a train or when, you know, unfortunately, you know, the exciting thing now is like with, with my Instagram and stuff like that and, and social media, like, I, like, you know, random people who, who, who I don't know, like, will message me or send me something and, and I can't, honestly, right, I, I, I cannot tell you how nice that is. Like, it's, it's genuine, because I do it for other people. I do it for my heroes and my people who I respect and, you know, it's not whether they're famous or not. It's just if, if I respect someone and I like what they're putting out and their energy, I'll tell them me. I, and I think that's what we need to do more of. We're so good to, to throw the negative at people and slag people off. Yet we won't praise and encourage people. And that's something I'm trying to, I'm trying to do with my content. This is why this, about this podcast, why I do my Sunday strolls, why I always try and push the positive vibes. Because it's, it's a real thing, man. It's not just some hippy-dippy bullshit. It's, it's reality once you sort that mindset out. Because I've, like, it, you look at my videos with Sunday strolls. Look at when the first one I did, I was in a bad scenario, I was in a bad way. I look like shit, mate. I look like horrendous, bro. Mate, I swear to God. I looked, I looked bad, but I knew that because I weren't living the life, man. I wasn't being... The way I, the way I see it, you know, it's like... I can only, like, this is the first time I've said this and I'll say it on the podcast. I'm an artist. It took me a long time to, to be comfortable to say that. But I am. I'm a professional actor, I'm a professional model. Me and the boys have got the clothing company coming. Do you know what I mean? And big shout out to everyone who's following our journey at Own Clothes. So many exciting stuff's happening with that. But I'm, I am an artist and hopefully down the road I'm going to start doing some music and things like that. Stuff I've wanted to do for years, but never had the confidence to do. Because I always talk myself out of it. Or sometimes, because I work with amazing artists, I see how good they are and I think, I can't do that. And in reality, I can, of course I can. I'm in the same room as them, done the same job as them. But then they'll say that to me, like, hey, I can't do what you do. And I'm like, what are you on about? I'm just pretending to be someone. And I'm just stood there wearing someone else's clothes, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's all relative, isn't it, at the end of the day? It's all what works for you. And hopefully this will help someone down the line. And, you know, like I've been so fortunate over the years to work with some of my heroes and you know there's quite a few of them who are still on my list here what I tick off and I can't wait for someone to say that to me or say that to, you know where it's like yo I, I listened to that or I saw that and I seen you do that and thought well I'm from you know what I mean I'm I'm you know, I'm from a working class background and and I can do that and it was amazing I went to the BFI today which is the British, British Film Institute and um, if you're ever in London get head down there there's, um, or just check out the website, check out Insta and stuff. 
And uh, there was an exhibition at the moment about working class heroes in, in cinema. And like, it was amazing. Nice, bro. Thank you, bro. Um, just getting the evening standard. You've got to do your reading. Um, and yeah, and it was all about like, you know, Michael Caine, who's, you know, just go and look at any of his films because he's an absolute bad man. I remember when my dad introduced me to Michael Caine and I was just like, who is this? And he was like, he's on his past, blah, 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 he does. You know what I mean? He's 101 quotes, he's got, you know, she was only 15 years old. Do you know what I mean? I love him, he's a, mate, what an actor he is. Just tons of tons of quality performances he's got. Um, one of them was Maxine Peake, who's, you know, I've been fortunate to work with. I've had the fortune to have a chat with her and, and tell her how, you know, how she really, you know, gave me the confidence to, to do acting because, like us, she's, you know, she's a northerner, proud northerner. And the stuff that she does, and like one day I know I will work with her again and hopefully it will be on stage. That'll be a big dream of mine to work with her on, in any play. But if not, I'll take film, I'll take, you know, I'll take a bloody photo shoot if it means, you know, anything to work with her again. Because she is, for me, She's, she's the, for me, she's, she's up there, do you know what I mean? She's gold, she's gold medal every day and every performance because she cares and she's about it. She's a, she's a true artist, a true actor. And like I say, I've been fortunate to work with her and she's inspired me. And like I say, there's tons of others and make sure you check them out and stuff like that. Um, I'm right in the middle of Euston Station here, so it's going to be well loud. I apologise, but that's the reality. I've got to check my times. Um, so yeah, so, so yeah, if you get a chance, go to there. If you get another chance, there's a, there's a museum um, just by Euston Station called the Welcome Museum. That was amazing. Killed a little bit of time there, waiting for my train. And it was amazing, like I've not been to a museum for a long time, just because I'm so busy and always on the go. And I realised that that's something I've always, I always liked doing. Like fortunately, my mum and dad always took us to museums, you know. Um, like I'll always remember that, and you know, it's trying to give us a bit of culture, and they all don't cost money. You know, a lot of them are free, and, and even some of the ones that do cost are worth paying for. Because at the end of the day, like people and artists have put, have, and creators have put that, you know, a lot of time and effort into these exhibits and exhibitions. And and trust me, like just going, you know, if you, you know, or if you if you know someone who's you know maybe not getting engaged at school or you know struggling a little bit or like i did i used to really struggle in school do you know what i mean unless it was pe or history didn't want to talk to you do you know what i mean i went and asked what we were studying and i remember going to museums really opened my eyes up and made me think like this in manchester's the science and industry museum i'm gonna go back there in a couple of weeks actually because i walk past it all the time and i've not been for years and i love that place uh, manchester art gallery there's so many amazing exhibits in manchester to be perfectly honest and like say anyone knows any good ones or someone in your city or whatever, send it me man and I'll post it because that's what we need to do. We need to show and get people to, and especially the younger generation, to see these exhibits and in this Welcome Museum I learned a lot. There was a great exhibit about uh, a filmmaker who was talking about uh, like a lot of the high-rise flats in London and how they're all getting knocked down and all of the, the people who live there are getting you know pushed out and basically lied to. And that's why it's important that we document all this stuff and talk about it. And so the next generation go, hang on a minute, we're not having that. That's not cool, man. We can't, we're not just going to keep letting people and, you know, whether it's governments or it's or private, you know, private companies, you know, and, uh, you know, just coming in and just take it, you know, literally just 
lying to people and taking, you know, taking people's homes and livelihoods away from them. And like I say, it's 2018 for God's sake, do you know what I mean? We're so busy building these massive high-rise flats and we can't even fill them, do you know what I mean? It's nuts, man. But that's, you know, hey, that's, that's another podcast down the line. I don't want to get ranty and that, but it's all about the positive vibes. But do you know what I mean? Like, that's why I've sounded like that then, because I've... I've I feel it, man. I feel and I feel for people, and I know, you know, I've been very lucky. That's not really happened to me, and I hope it never does. But I know it has happened to other people, and like I say, I want to use my voice and platform to educate people to to understand that like, it's going on. Unfortunately, it's not always happy-go-lucky the, the world. It's you know, but that's why hopefully my voice and the people I get on will will inspire people and try and make a little bit of a change. And that's why I did this. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I was, I realised I was wasting my time and not, you know, not using my voice and I've been fortunate, I've got a, it's something, not in a, like I say, I need to stop doing this as well, like apologising and waiting for validation, I'm just saying how it is, I'm, like I say, I'm not, I want people to, because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong and I roll my hands up, but with, the, with certain things, I know I'm not wrong at the end of the day, this is something I'm, I'm passionate about and it's, and it's true and, at the end of the day, it's not all about the be all and end all of education, you know, as in going into a school or a university. The game's changed now. And we, were t we had a good, this is an example of it. I had an amazing chat last night. It was really good. So I was staying with my cousin Andrea. And I hope she's going to become on the podcast at some point because she is. Right. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of cool candidates for, and, uh, for best person in my family. Like, my mum obviously standing, my dad obviously. You know, there's tons of me grand, do you know what I mean? But Andrea, I swear to God, right, is, wow. Like, this woman, I have nothing but love and respect for her, man. And I'm so proud to call her my cousin and family because, mate, she is just, like, she genuinely cares and tries to make a change. And whether I agree with her or not, you cannot not respect this woman. Like, and I love her, so I do, you know, a lot of things I do agree with her. And we were having a chat last night with her friend, Sarah, who she grew up with all her life, and her son, um, who's, who's uh, 17. Uh, so it was a great mix, do you know what I mean? It was a great mix of, of minds and, and, you know, experiences and all sorts of stuff. And, and it was great, like I didn't, you know, didn't, the only time I was touching my phone was to put different tunes on. Um, and I was, I was in my element, I was banging a bit of 80s on, a bit of 60s, a bit of Motown, a bit of soul. Um, yeah, it was just great, and it was amazing because what I didn't realise as well, it really was refreshing actually talking to people and having a debate and talking about things and ideas and you know and how we can improve and make you know make the world a better place and like you know just basically putting the world to rights because you know it's that it's a lost art that sometimes and again this is why the podcast I wanted to do it because I want to talk to different minds I want to talk to different people I want to evolve I want to educate myself and I've already learned a hell of a lot just doing them on my own so I'm always going to do the ones on my own um, but again it's I think it's vital that uh, with this podcast to get better and evolve is to is to have you know different minds on and we just, like I say, we were just chatting for hours and it was amazing. We were laughing, we were shouting, we were, you know, crying at one point. It was just, it was, I'm, I, I kept saying to him, I wish I would have pressed record, but again, at the same time, that's for another day. Do you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it, for me, it was amazing because it, it, um, 
it took my mind off today because I was really nervous about this audition today because it's a big one, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm nervous with all my jobs, I always get butterflies. I'll, you know, I know if that ever stops, then I know I'm, I'm not passionate about it and, and it doesn't mean anything to me. So, but with this one, I was really like, like I'm quite confident now, do you know what I mean? I've been doing this for a long time, I know what to do on set, I know what to do on, or in dish, on auditions, but with this one, like I say, it was a big one. And um, I know the director's gonna see my footage and just this director seeing my footage is, you know, is, a, is, is to be honest, is a bit of a bit of a dream come true. But again, in my mind, I know I've done a daft decent role, so hopefully I'll get a call back and actually get to, to meet him and, and perform in front of him and get a part in his film. That's my aim. And if I don't get that, then, you know, it's not a failure and I'm not going to beat myself up. It's just you live and learn and you take it into the next one and hopefully one day I will get to work with him. But my mindset now is I will get this part and I'm going to get this part because mindset and self-talk and it's, it's huge it's a massive part and something i've never really done until the past year or so and when i have done it it's amazing how successful i've been and like i say it was that kind of me versus me and i think it's i think that's something you can take from this um podcast today and that maybe that'll be the title of it me versus me um or london or waiting for the the train back to manchester or something like that or London Calling, maybe. Maybe London Calling, that'll be a good good title. Um, oh, God, I don't know what I'm saying then. I've just lost my train of thought because I've got some woman who's just blatantly staring at me thinking I'm a weirdo. But again, that's another thing which I just, I don't care about anymore. I would have been a bit, you know, gutted years ago, but now I'm just like, well. And I was funny enough, I was telling Andrew about it like yesterday. I went to a walk in this park and I was reciting my lines. And I said, I remember doing it once in a Flotchamos, and I remember this woman come up to me, and she, she probably thought I was a bloody psycho. She thought I was having a breakdown, and she was like, are you okay? And I was just like, yeah, I'm so sorry, I was like, I'm an actor, I'm learning my line. She went, oh my God, thank God for that. She's like, I'm getting ready to ring the police. It's like, you, you, you know, there's some mad noises coming out of you there. And I was like, yeah, I apologise. I like, told her a little bit about the script. Of, you know, this was years ago, it's not this one now, it's... Uh, but again, yeah, it, and the same thing kind of happened the other day. I was walking, yesterday I was walking through this park and these two lovely ladies walking the dogs and I'm there bloody um, <laughs> reciting my lines and, and then I just said, because this is what I do now, I realise you sometimes, I got, I'm in my own little world and you realise like, oh actually you're in, the, you're in the world here mate and people are, you know, watching you and sometimes you've just got, to, I was just, I'm, I'm so sad, I'm just learning my lines, I've got an audition so I go, oh my God. They're like, oh, good luck, and, and then they're dead interested in you then, and you know, find out about you, and they would, you know, shout out to those two lovely ladies, and hopefully they'll be, uh, they'll be listening to this because they said they said they'll check out the podcast. Like a, a lot of people in, in London, and there's this stigma when you come down south that you know everyone's you know hustle and bustle and you know rude and stuff, and no, don't get me wrong, it's like that everywhere, you know, sometimes. But you know, I like I know I know a lot of locals and a lot of you know lovely people in London, and I'm always made to feel welcome and. It's like the other day I was wondering where to go and uh, I asked this lady and she was straight away, she's like, oh, get your Google Maps out. I said, yeah, but I said, I, 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 won't, be able, I won't speak to you then, would I? And she was like, you could tell us she was proper just like, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was like, thanks very much, appreciate it. Because like, that's the thing we, we do now. It's just, and this is what we were talking about last night with, with, with Sarah and uh, Andrew and Rowan. It was, you know, we we want the information straight away. We live in this insta life where we need to know it now. And 
we've almost lost the art of, of doing a bit of research or doing a little bit of digging. And not everyone, do you know what I mean? Like I say, I'm, I'm just, I know I'm speaking generally here, but it is true, you can see it happening. And I see it more often than not, because like I say, at the start of the year, I, um, I didn't have a phone. I think I've said this on the podcast, but I don't know. Apologies um, if I haven't, you've heard it a hundred times. Like, we get it, mate, you didn't have a phone in January, February, we get it. But <laughs> I'm gonna keep talking about that because it was true. Because the reason why I did that was one, I was becoming a bit disillusioned with what I wanted to do and where I wanted to get to. But also, I knew I needed a break from it because as soon as I came back to it, it's go time. This is, you know, at the end of the day, the phone's my job now and I've got to constantly be on it and constantly be working and talking and, you know, posting pictures or looking for jobs, um, chatting to, you know, chatting to the boys. Uh, it's about designs because at the end of the day, we're all doing our different businesses, do you know what I mean? And doing different, you know, so the phone is a massive tool for us to keep keep in touch and keep creative and keep, you know, like I say, keep these ideas and keep the juices flowing, keep that momentum going. And that's what it is, it, it, it keeps the momentum going. And don't, and also as well, like when I want to switch off and I just want to bang a podcast, like I'm going to listen to like a Joe Rogan podcast or a Two Shot podcast. That's a great one for actors, by the way. And my mate Beth um, recommended me that and I'm so glad she did because it was, that's a cracking podcast for actors, and hopefully one day I'll maybe be on that, or I'll get one of get them guys on online, and um, yeah, just shout out to them because it's a cracking podcast, and and that's another thing as well. That's what I find with the podcast community. When I say I've got a podcast, so many people are just dead, like buzzing about, like, oh, where's your podcast? And at the moment, it's only on Anchor, but by the you know by the time I've moved in into a new place and stuff, and got sell these will all be available on YouTube and all the you know general. Um, podcasting sites or whatever so bear with me because I know a few people have, have requested it and trust me it's coming like I say there's only so many hours in the day though and again I've not got my computer I've not had my computer for the past four or five days I've just been using my phone um, so I can't wait to get back and get back on my laptop and get some editing done and get a few other bits and bobs done but again it's been it's been um, and here's a good one for you this is about again being open and honest you know, my phone's, but my phone's been cut off, not been able to ring or text people. So that's been a bit, one's been almost quite good. Um, they can still ring and text me. So I'm not being rude to anyone. Obviously this will be, you know, a few weeks down the line, so I'll have it back up and running by now. I've just literally not had time to go in a year or ring them up, because I've just not had a moment, moment to actually spend the time on the phone, because normally it takes about an hour on the phone. Um, so, and, and again, I don't, I'd rather go into the shop and actually speak to a normal human being um, and work it out there. But I just, like I say, I've just not had time for it. I'm going to go back to Manchester, I'll get it sorted this week. Um, but that's been dead interesting because, again, I've only been able to use um, when I've got Wi-Fi. That's the only time I've been able to communicate with people, unless, they, like I say, unless they've been able to ring and text me. Um, so that's been a bit of a, you know, imagine doing that, coming down on Friday night late Friday night by the way and I felt like it was like back in the day when we didn't have phones and it was like when you'd knock on for your mate and stuff and you'd just say oh, I'll meet you on the corner at you know six bells and like that's what it was back in the day that's how it was and I know even the you know generations before that and generation before that they didn't even used to do that it was just like yo we're gonna be there at eight and if you're not there then we're gone do you know what I mean so it's it's just funny how we evolve and we you know technology evolves and like I say this you know I can't wait to listen to what these 
back, back to these in years to come and everyone will be like, what are you talking about, mate? You're talking absolute breeze. How come you didn't film yourself doing the podcast? And again, like I say, I'm just using the tools that I've got at the moment and the tools that I've got is a, is a phone, a set of headphones and a voice and that's all you need. And then eventually, like I say, there'll be a, you know, I'll start filming them or start putting images to them and then film them and then be in a studio and then do them, you know, hopefully monthly or weekly and then potentially maybe even every day. Maybe that could be something down the line. But at the moment, like I say, I'm just using what I've got and that's, that's something I'm, I'm trying to pass on now is use what you've got and if you've not got a lot, be creative. There's loads of tools out there, there's loads of people to help and I used to be a bit like that, I used to kind of play the woe is me card or a bit like oh everyone else has got loads of money or loads of whatever or, or loads of contacts and like we all do, do you know what I mean, I think we all have that little time for ourselves where we're a bit you know disillusioned and like I say that was mine at the start of the year um, but then I kind of had a look at myself and thought you know grow up mate and like I say I've been brought up there's always someone worse off which is bloody true and there's a hell of a lot more worse off people than myself and I'm, I, you know and it's, I feel like it's my job to not not push those people down it's to help them and as I'm you know going on my career and getting you know more success and more you know more things ticking off my list that's something I will always make sure that I do do you know what I mean because again like I say it's been passed on to me I've been helped over the years by many many people and if it wasn't for say Andrew and my family or my agent the guy or Gemma who I'd worked with years ago I wouldn't have been in the privilege to come down to London and be able to work as a professional actor and I will never ever take it for granted and I'm so proud and 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 lucky and happy and it's been amazing in London I just want to, like I said I just want a big shout out to everyone um, yeah just everyone you know who you are um, and I can't wait to, to come back and, and because to be honest I, was, I had loads of people lined up to record but again it's I had to be, you know, I had to be a bit selfish this time, and, and 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 put them at a later date because again, I had this audition, and that's one, of, that's my main goal, that's my main aim at the moment. I want to be the best actor I can be, and I can't do that if I'm, you know, fannying about or doing loads of, you know, hundred and one jobs. Do you know what I mean? I've got to, you know, I've got to give it the time and uh, that it deserves. And like I say, I know Guy is working really hard for me at the moment. Like he's been on fire with the auditions and I really appreciate it, brother. And like I say, I'm going back up to Manchester tonight. Going to speak to all the kind boys tomorrow morning, boys and girls. And then I've got an audition in the afternoon. So like I say, no rest of the wicked. Keep shining and smiling. Keep chasing your dreams. And I, another podcast will be coming very soon. But it's goodbye from London. It's goodbye from me. And... Yeah, love yous. Stay safe. Peace and love.